You are listening to the Crossing Anchor Podcast in Detroit, Michigan. So glad to have you with us today. If this encourages you or helps, please share the word and bless others as well. Let's start with today's content. Hey, what up, Cross and Anchor? Welcome. We are so glad to have you today, and um, we're going to have a special conversation. Um, It's going to be a really great time. Mm -hmm. Joined here with my lovely wife, Emily Bowers, the first lady of the Cross and Anchor house. (laughs) And before we get into today's content from this podcast, wanted to let you know about a couple of things coming up here at Cross and Anchor. One is that next weekend, we're starting a brand new series that you're not going to want to miss. Um, We're going to be talking about matters of money and finances and how that relates to our hearts and our lives. Um, It's actually something that is very closely aligned with our hearts. Um, If you want to find out what you're passionate about, just look at your bank statement. You'll find out. But we're going to talk about how God wants to uh, use our finances, how he wants us to use the finances that he's stewarded to us. Um, and I'm really excited for the series because I think it's going to unlock uh, some powerful things in your life and in our church. Yeah. Um, and so don't miss that. It's going to be great. And we're also going to be talking about some things that are coming up that we're going to be able to do through the generosity of God's people. So awesome. I'm loving that. Yeah. Also, uh, we're getting ready for a big transition at Cross and Anchor. We yeah. just announced last weekend that we're moving to a new location. Yeah. And we love the place that we've been. Yeah. Um, we hope that we can even do some things there from time to time. But um, we needed some different things that we don't really have right now that this new space is going to afford to us. Right. So we're really excited in the middle of October to be transitioning to Mosaic Midtown. It's just like two blocks from where we're at. Yeah, it's a great spot. Yeah, great uh, parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, great kids ministry space. Yes, um, and there's also some other things that it's going to enable us to do. It's yeah. probably even more of a, a better location. It's like half a block from Woodward, right next to Great Lakes Coffee, yep. um, still in the Wayne State Midtown area. Um, and so, yeah, invite your friends. Come out. Yeah. October 17th will be the soft launch. Uh, October 24th is really like the grand opening weekend of the right. new space. And we're going to have Tara Cruz from Vertical Worship. Go. We're going to have a worship night. Ooh. Um, with our team as well and some guests and it's going to be special yeah super special yeah and then one more thing before we get into this uh with all of the things coming up we're going to have a team night wednesday october 6th as we prepare for everything that is going to be happening so maybe you've been thinking about joining the team this would be the time to do it um we would love to have you serve we need you there's so many opportunities and uh i love to see the team grow it's just been really beautiful watching new people get added to the team so yeah and as we make this transition to a new location um we're going to have new needs that need to be filled you know starting kids ministry again that that will uh involve more servant leaders and so if you've kind of been like um just attending which is awesome but if you've been like feeling like you've wanted to get more involved this is the time to do it the season to do it so um, yes yeah yeah let's go all right so today we're going to be talking about a couple of things but the main thing we're going to be talking about is this last month we did this massive outreach and service week um, to serve our city yeah. called for detroit mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that 
And uh, we'll briefly also touch on a series that we did this last month. Maybe you got to catch some of it yeah. called Citizens, about being a citizen of the kingdom of heaven while living in our country. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was really insightful yeah, and encouraging for some people. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't introduced yourself in the chat, go ahead and do it. We would love to meet you. Uh, it's not the same without you. And our team would like to say hi. Um, there's also a link for a connect card that you can fill out if you want to let us know who you are so we can follow up with you and answer any questions you might have, or just say thanks for joining us for today. Um, but what a month it's been. Yeah, it's been a really full month for us, but it's been really, uh, it's been a full month for us personally. We've had a lot of family and Mm -hmm. friends in town, which has been really sweet. Um, and just a lot of things as a church, but that's not unusual. We're always doing something. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're, we're trying to learn how to balance our schedules and we haven't found it out. I did a poll on my, not a poll, but a question box on my Instagram yesterday saying like, what advice have you been given? That's really stuck with you. And, um, someone said to schedule your rest. And I know like we hear that a lot, but it stood out to me because I was like, man, what if I actually scheduled that and like put it in the calendar? Mm. Um, we would probably do well with that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a rhythm. Yeah. We're learning our rhythms, trying to get better at them. But yeah, it's been a packed month and, um, we, we started off this series this month called citizens. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the main verse was Philippians 3.20, which is, uh, we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven from which we await a savior. Yeah. And um, I've just noticed so much of in the church, like greater, bigger church, the church, mm-hmm. capital C, um, so much of a like closely aligning with politics. Right. And I've never really seen that to the degree that I've seen it recently. It doesn't mean it hasn't been there, just I haven't noticed it as much. Um, and there's been some events, and obviously with COVID and right. um, racial injustice and all these things that have been happening, um, there's a lot of dividing lines and all of it becomes political. And where do we stand as God's people in all of the, the middle of that? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, we, we talked about that for two weeks. And uh, I hope it was a blessing to people. I think there's a lot of people, really kind of my, my heart in that series was, I think there's a lot of people who have voluntarily disconnected themselves from church, um, put whatever term you want on that. And a lot of the reason, one of the main reasons is because of how the church is so connected with politics. And uh, that breaks my heart. Like millennials and younger especially have really had a mass exodus from church. And one of the main reasons they cite is that. And so have we maybe gotten off there and gotten too consumed with the stuff of this earth and not about the the kingdom that we belong to? Um, Because I really think the truth is that neither political party is going to fully encapsulate what it means to follow Jesus. I don't think Jesus is telling us to be a Republican or a Democrat as much as he's saying, be a part of my kingdom. So, um, yeah, just checking our hearts, making sure we're keeping the main thing, the main thing. That was the point of the series. Do you have any takeaways from it? Yeah, I think like, um, it was, it was a great series and I, um, a lot of feedback we got was just like people appreciating kind of, um, you walking into a hard conversation. Um, like, 
being willing to go where it's it could be difficult, it could be controversial. And not for the sake of like controversy and stirring things up because we don't really need more of that, mm -hmm. but for the sake of, of bringing clarity. And I do think it's hard to, um, because as Christians we are supposed to care for the matters of this world, um, for care for the things that people are going through, to be an advocate for people. One of the things you said in the message is, we're at our best when we are fighting for others. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so true, but we find ourselves at our worst fighting against others. And so I think that there is a balance of aligning ourselves politically because we might see eye to eye on something, but you're not going to, you, you mentioned this, you're not going to find someone that fully or any party or person that fully encapsulates every thing that is biblical, that is eternal, that is um, from the kingdom of God. And so you don't really want to align, but at the same time, we should care for the matters of right. our world. So, and, and you went after that talking about justice and things like that, um, things that are attached to human life. And yeah. so um, definitely not an easy thing to, to, stand up and talk about so I applaud you on that just being willing to I think it was cool it was it was very clear that it, it could have been a series where you spoke about your opinions and it, it would be easy to kind of like push your opinion to our church but I know that just even in the preparation a lot of the conversation we had was okay people should come away from this really not knowing where we're at politically. They should just know what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And that's, we're not here to talk about our opinions about things because we have those. We're people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Just yeah. Those are just some thoughts. No, that's great. Um, thank you for saying that. I think that, like, you made a great point. We should be concerned about the things of this world in the sense that we care about people. Right. We care about issues. Um, so, the the thing I think that's become a problem is that the church has been influenced by politics instead of politics being influenced by the church. Mm -hmm. Like we've allowed ourselves to come underneath, you know, certain political parties. Um, and then we are so like attached to them that people who are in the world, they can't tell the difference between being a Christian and being a whatever, right. like Republican, Democrat. And the problem with that is then we lose our our ability to speak into things because people only think that we're trying to advocate a certain political position instead of trying to advocate what the scripture says. Right. And um, I pointed to, to Billy Graham as an example of somebody who was able to navigate that fairly well um, because actually early in his life, he did become really closely aligned with a political candidate, right. Richard Nixon. Whoops. <laughs> and um, anyway, Richard Nixon got impeached and yeah. Billy Graham regretted how much he had been right. affiliated with him. And so he kind of backed off of, right. of endorsing candidates and like that kind of thing. And as a result, he was like a confidant for pretty much every president mm -hmm. of his lifetime, mm -hmm. Democrat and Republican. He had a voice into both parties. And yeah. I kind of think like... Um, you know, not that we're trying to mimic Billy Graham, but just like being able to have a voice over issues in, in our country versus just one side or the other mm -hmm. would be a great place to, to be. And, um, yeah, yeah. 
you, you also mentioned, I think that you touched on this, or maybe it was more just in our conversation that we talked about it, but just sometimes it's not even always that what we're s saying as Christians that's so, like, might be hard for the world or culture to swallow. It's more like how we say it. And I think that um, coming at things, I, I know we talk, uh, actually a lot of the world, even not Christians, talk a lot about doing things in love. But, but truly, like, um, I just think that the way that we communicate, especially via social media, because it's such a, it's such a like, one-sided thing, that the way that we communicate um, how we feel about certain um, issues is almost more important than what we're saying. I, I think it's equal, but it's, yeah. it's, it's very, um, you can tell when someone is like, loving you and is even open to hearing having a conversation hearing something different and so i think um i also think that we've used social media in a way to kind of if i can say this to kind of be cowards because we can hide behind screens and mm -hmm. we can say opinions and we don't have to have accountability for them and so i think that um when we post things that can be super inflammatory, but there's not all the context there that maybe needs to be there. And so I think that you've talked about this, like whose opinion has really been changed on a hot topic subject by seeing one Facebook post? Oh yeah. No one. Pretty In much fact, zero. Like yeah. people have only been fired up and gotten into fights there. So like if you're really trying to do good, then then maybe think about what that snapshot is is saying. And there's been so many things that I've wanted to post, but I know that ultimately it's going to be proving a point, but not making us better. So, yeah, totally. Um, and and we we fall into a trap where we feel like we have to take one side or the other of, of an issue. Right. And sometimes, like you know, it's both and. You know, it's not either or. Like we should care about life uh, of the children that aren't born yet. And right. we should care about the life of the person who is not treated equally and is oppressed. Right. And, and there's been a, a history, uh, you know, of, of racial oppression. Like we should care about both of those things mm -hmm. and, um, we don't have to choose yeah. like, and so anyway, that was, uh, a couple of weeks of citizens, which I never even really thought that I would ever do a series like that. I, I tend to stay out of those kinds of issues because I think that, um, you know, my job as a pastor is to preach God's word and it's to preach the gospel. And I think politics has divided us enough already. We, we need something to, to unite us and that is Jesus. But I did feel passionate about this because I do think there's been, um, like, like I said, a lot of people who've left the church and this is the reason. Um, and so, Hopefully that maybe cleared some things up. I'm excited for where we're heading next with this next series. Yeah. Um, and in this month, you know, we did a, a message called What is Love? And we, you know, preached that love is really the bullseye of the Christian faith. It's like not a part of it. It's the whole thing. And so we wanted to not just talk about that, but demonstrate it. Yeah. And so for Detroit, mm -hmm. the first ever. Oh, <laughs> love it. All right. No, you're good. For Detroit. For Detroit. So first time that we've done something like this mm -hmm. 
we have done way we've served our city in multiple ways right. um, throughout the history of our church. And we love doing that. It's a, like part of our DNA, but to like set out a whole week to just love and serve Detroit. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Yeah, it was great. It was cool because we had um, a little bit more time going into it to kind of plan for it. And we had some amazing people on our team that were making it happen, um, making the connections and setting up schedules and stuff like that. Um, and I just personally like, um, you know, I was at a few of the serve projects throughout the week and um, I was just encouraged by how our team felt coming out of it. So every person that I interacted with that went and served, I feel like a lot of times we go into these things like I'm just going to really going to just bless these people. I'm just going to be really humble and serve them and do all these things. But in reality, you come away from that so filled up. And every person I talked to on our team was like, I just feel like I just saw other Mm. people and I served other people and there was no agenda. And there was some really cool stories that came out of it. Not all that I can share, but just like, there was just a lot of like even healing, Mm. like, and personal, like, um, facing past things and I don't know it was just I don't know it was just a cool yeah um, it was a great week it was it was like tiring but it was also so invigorating and just like it was just great to do things yeah for our city for other people and yeah. not have to really like be loud about even who we were or why we were doing it sure yeah we we just wanted to be like Jesus you know Jesus when he was on earth he healed people he fed uh, hungry people. He did miracles and he just, he loved people. And so we wanted to be like that. Right. And, um, you know, just so you know, for Detroit is not done. And the idea of loving and serving people obviously is not done. So you don't even have to have a service project week to be actively serving your Mm -hmm. community, serving your neighbors, showing love. Um, and I, I hope that maybe for some people who were involved with it, it kind of opened our eyes to that, mm-hmm. that there's opportunity all around us. Um, and as a church, we are going to continue to do for Detroit things throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Yeah. So keep your ears open for that. We'll announce them as they come out. It was really cool to, um, for me personally, like be a part of the Monday serve project. So we had uh, service opportunities pretty much every day of the week yeah. and, Monday was Labor Day, and we found this park um, on the east side of Detroit. And my wife and I, we live uh, not super far from that park, mm-hmm. but I have driven through it a couple times, and I just noticed it was like the grass was like super tall, and, and the playground equipment was actually being covered by the grass, and there was graffiti on it, and there was a lot of trash. And, and for whatever reason, like the park just hadn't been kept up. Right. And I was like, man, it was like right in the middle of a neighborhood and it's literally yep, mm-hmm. in the center of a neighborhood. And so we're like, well, what if we did this for, for Detroit week? So Monday we had two groups of people. One came in the morning, one came in the afternoon. And then we had a barbecue in the middle of the day for the neighborhood. We got there at like nine. I think we left around three or four and, um, like you'll be able to see some pictures and some video, but like this place was completely transformed. Like we, we mowed down the grass. It's all like, you know, at a good normal level, mm-hmm. we were able to clean the playground equipment, um, do some graffiti removal, 
clear out the trash. There were these bins of trash that had like been collecting stuff for a long time. And there was even a sidewalk that you couldn't even tell was there. And wow. the team like worked so hard to get wow. the grass and the weeds out and clear this sidewalk space. Mm. And you could just tell the people that saw it, those that were driving by, those that came through, um, the, the impact that it had that we would come and do that mm. for their neighborhood. Yeah. Um, like it was one of the best things that I've ever been a part of. Mm -hmm. And to think that like we're leaving something behind that's going to last for longer than today and that's going to make a difference in how the people who are living in that neighborhood feel about their neighborhood even. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you're just, you know, walking past something and it feels like it's not really kept up or clean or whatever, like you have a, you just kind of, you know, you think like that about the place you live. But then when mm -hmm. it something gets treated like that, it's like, yeah, like, this is what you're worth. This is the value that you have, you know? And, um, like anyway, it was so fun. Yeah. 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 Um, the other, um, the other day, so I jumped in with Gleaners, um, which is a really like amazing, um, organization here in Detroit and in the Metro area. And it's just, it's food distribution. It's, um, there's a food truck that goes around, not like a food truck, like you think, like a food truck that like, how do I explain the food truck? It like has like groceries on it. So it's not like a food truck, like hipster food truck. <laughs> right. It's almost like a mobile gro yes, grocery that's store. That's exactly what it is. It's a mobile grocery store. Um, and they just go to different like low income areas or um, like the place that we were at was um, almost like a senior center where people can't like really get out and get their groceries and it was so fun like I <laughs> I like love bagging groceries I was always like oh I want to be like a grocery bagger which big goals in life y'all but um so we were able to people come in we give them a shopping list of what's in the mobile grocery they check it off and then we go gra grab their groceries put them in bags and give it to them and um, it's just it's just simple. It's so it's just simple stuff like that. I just was like really loving it. And there was a few of our people there, and that was awesome. Um, I'm trying to think. What else yeah, you did that. a couple other ones, um, but one of them that neither one of us were able to go to was on Thursday. There's this organization called Ellie's House, yeah. and we do have some video from that. Um, but they actually can't disclose where this location is because of the privacy right. of the people they're trying to help. But they're in a very, um, you know, an area of Detroit that's, that's really heavy with human trafficking yeah. and victims of human trafficking and also uh, a lot of addictive behavior mm -hmm. and, um, you know, opi opioid abuse. And, and so they're able to kind of help ladies get out of that, mm. give them a home to help them rehabilitate yeah. and, um, and show them that they don't have to live in this mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like Ellie's house is amazing. We've actually partnered with them before and we'll continue to do that. Mm -hmm. But the work that they are doing is tremendous. Mm -hmm. And our team, like the people that were there that day were just so impacted mm -hmm. by getting to see what was happening. Um, and then also being a part of the solution. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think the people who got to go and serve left more blessed than the oh, people totally. yeah. that they went to serve. And we hear that all the time. Like, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And like, blah, blah, blah. Gonna... Jesus said it. <laughs> Whatever. That's terrible. Oh, Jesus said this. This <laughs> is your pastor. Um, it's true, though. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Who would have thought? <laughs> How do we get One, back uh, something here? that Jesus said it actually was true. 
Um, no, I know what you're saying though. Oh, it is, geez. people say it all the time and it can, it, we can lose the impact of it yeah. or feel like it's just, Oh, just something else that somebody's saying <laughs> about oh my gosh. whatever. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for Detroit was, was yeah. fantastic. Um, the one, the last project that you did was on the Saturday. Yeah. Saturday morning, got up at five fifteen AM, drove out to the suburbs and it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, why am I doing this? Um, but it was amazing. So um, there is a organization called the PB&J Outreach Incorporated. Nice. And um, they have been around for 24 years. And they go down to different areas of Detroit every Saturday morning. And they give out food. So they make um, PB, PB&J sandwiches, ham and cheese sandwiches. They get granola bars. They get like socks and stuff like that. Lots of different like food and ramen, stuff like that. They package it up um, at this church out in um, Plymouth. And then they drive it down to these different locations, usually um, homeless shelters. And um, then they just like hand it out. And they have never missed a Saturday for 24 years. Wow. And even during COVID. And so um, it's just a group of five volunteers that make it happen. And... Um, it was really cool. It's not like uh, explicitly like a Christian organization, but they do um, encourage you to pray for people if you're there and um, everyone prays before they go. And so, um, yeah, it was cool. It was another uh, smaller group that we had together in the morning and we went down um, to a homeless shelter, actually uh, close to where we live. And we just set up tables and um, these people walked through and same thing we were just able to have conversations treat them with respect give them like value and let them pick the food that they wanted it wasn't just like a handout it was just it was more it was just I don't know it was a cool experience to be a part of and they were just so grateful it was a newer spot so I guess the um the people at the shelter are kind of still getting used to them coming down and doing this um but it was just again it was just great to like sacrifice my Saturday morning and people were just really blessed by that. There's no would, strings attached. Would you say that you felt like it was more blessed to give oh my gosh, than guys. to receive? <laughs> I could um, not believe you. Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, really, really, I'm just, I, I love you. I, <laughs> I, it was really an awesome week. Um, yeah. And what was so cool to me um, was not just what we were able to do, but to see how like people's, eyes were opened to opportunities to serve and how their faith was like activated. Like, mm. Oh my gosh. Like, cause it, it just changes things when you go from watching something or from even being a part of something, but not actually like really actively participating yeah. to then like actually going and serving, actually going and loving like that changes everything about your faith. Yeah. And that's really when things get exciting. That's really when you start to live on mission and on purpose mm -hmm. And, um, I just hope that that's more and more the case yeah. for our church that we're like, God's put us here to make a difference. Yeah. We're not here on accident and we're going to love and serve our neighbors, our city, our community. And really the sky's the limit for what God can accomplish through us. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited for Fort Detroit to continue. We also were collecting socks that we're going to give to some different ministries that work with the homeless. And I think we collected about a hundred pairs of mm -hmm. socks. Um, and we want to keep doing that. So if you have, you know, new pairs of socks that you want to bring to church with you or even send to us, we'll make sure that those get to where they need to go. Yeah. Um, and 
Yeah, major props to two people, mm-hmm. Nate Fisher and Lauren Newhard. Mm-hmm. Lauren was our summer intern. She's back in Chicago finishing yeah. school, but she really set up yeah. most all of these serve projects and even was involved during the week when we were like, um, what's happening? And she's <laughs> like, this is happening. And then Nate Fisher, who is our welcome team lead, um, but also really involved with our, our arm of our church that's trying to serve our city. And he was like, such a critical person making all these events yeah. happen. And so yeah. major props to them. And then to each person who served. Yeah. Um, we even had people that don't go to cross anchor, like jump in and serve, which was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. And that park that I mentioned, um, what's cool is we're going to keep making a difference in that neighborhood. So, um, we did an offering, uh, on the night, the last night of for Detroit. And we mm-hmm. said, we're going to give all of this to, um, for Detroit stuff. And so we took that offering and what we're doing is we're building um, in that park, we're building two different benches because there's no seating in that park. So if you came with your kids and you wanted them to play or you wanted to hang out, there's no seating there. So we're building two benches, um, actually, sorry, three benches in that park. Um, We're also going to make two picnic tables um, so families can come and have meals there and they're gonna be put in that park. And um, we're we're thinking about also doing some, um, some, like planting a garden there because two of the two of the bins that we removed of trash were actually intended to be for plants and so um but yeah so we're gonna go and we're gonna do that stuff in that park and um we're gonna keep serving our city and i can't wait to see what god does through that so um as more initiatives become available we'll let you know and this is the very unprofessional part of this podcast where i see how we're doing on time all right. So we've been filming for about 30-ish minutes, I think. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. couple things. One is thank you for your generosity. Yeah. Your giving is transforming people's lives. Um, you're transforming people's lives spiritually. People are hearing the gospel. People are getting saved. Lives yeah. are being changed. People are being baptized. We had baptisms last week. Oh, that's um, amazing. But also you're impacting our city just in loving and serving our city. You're helping us do things like for Detroit, which ultimately opens a door um, to be able to share the love of Jesus and the gospel with people, but we're doing it through practical service and you're impacting Detroit through your gifts. So thank you so much. And if you want to partner with us so we can continue to do more things like that, um, all gifts are tax deductible. All the information is on the screen and thank you so much for your generosity because you're making a difference. You're making a difference in Detroit. You're making a difference for eternity. You're like, your gifts are going so far. Um, so love you. Thank you for that. Tonight in person is our once a month worship night. It's going to be a special worship night at cross and anchor. We're still at the upper room. Um, at 616 West Hancock, and we'd love it if you came and join us, bring a friend. I really think it's going to be a very special night yeah. uh, that you won't want to miss. Next weekend, we're launching this brand new series, mm-hmm. um, and so we're excited for that. And then the future is bright. Babe, would you pray us out? I will pray us out. And pray for those who are watching. Yes, 100%. God, thank you for um, each person that is listening and watching. Thank you for um, just the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation and just simply recall all the ways that you have been faithful, Mm -hmm. the ways that you have led us. Um, God, 
as we even move into a new building coming up, we're just um, saying thank you for your faithfulness to give us a home, to give us a place to, to be the church. And um, we just pray a blessing over Central Alliance as we've been there. We just pray that you would continue to grow um, that community and, and um, encourage that pastor. And um, we just pray over this next church that we get to kind of share a home with. Um, with Mosaic, God, we just ask for blessing on them as well. And so um, thank you for the serve week that you allowed us to be a part of. Thank you for giving us eyes to see our city. Thank you for each person that served and sacrificed. Um, and God, I just pray over the future. I pray that you would continue to lead us, that we would continue to do things all for the glory of God. And so um, thank you again for each person listening and watching. I pray a blessing over each one of them. I pray that you would continue to grow them and show them just how deep your love is for them. And thank you again for this day, for this time together. And I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you. We'll see you tonight or next week. You're loved. Thank you for listening to the Cross and Anchor podcast from Detroit, Michigan. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from and share this with others. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. And let's live our lives on purpose.